Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Eugene, I love you. I think we're ready. I promise I'll have sex with you on prom night. <laughs> Meet me upstairs in five minutes. Sure. I am gonna do it. Go for it, Eugene. The next time you see me, I will be a man. Wait, that's not the whole one. Ah! Wake up! Ah! What is going on? You fell down the stairs after prom and we're in a coma for four years. How come just you're here? Where's Cindy? Right there. Oh my god. This is true love speaking, Eugene, and it's telling us to go to the Playboy Mansion. Think you could do it? I can try. Yes! That's the spirit. Ow! There's a ramp right there! No time for the ramp! Hey, take it easy! Hey! Wow! I need to give you a crash course in sophistication in the Playboy way. Smoking a pipe is the equivalent of wearing a fine tuxedo. Tucker? This usually never happens. Shut up, Tucker. Uh-oh, dude. Here come the firemen. Stupid firemen. Can't turn their trucks around. Have you put any thought into this at all? We should totally get that MPEG to get us in. He's like the biggest star on the planet. We were wondering if you could get us into the Playboy Mansion. Most definitely. I'm saving myself for my girlfriend. Look at me. This is a party bus. There's only one rule. You got to party. You like this? Then you come and get it. Don't worry, dude. Things work out. Are you boys looking for a ride? I am Katya. This is my girlfriend, Vanka. Sweet God. How are we going to get in here? I think I have a plan. Uh, excuse me, sir. I'm looking for Miss March. Oh, yeah? How's that working out for you? Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to cover the movie Miss March from 2009. The studio is Fox Searchlight Pictures. Release date was March 13, 2009. The running time, 90 minutes, and the rating was R. The budget, $6 million, and the box office took in $4.5 million, making it the 162nd ranked movie of 2009. Rotten Tomatoes gives it... 5% rotten from 81 reviews. The critics' consensus is, even by the modest standards of the teen sex comedy genre, the crass, poorly made Miss March misses the mark. <laughs> this movie, kind of goes without saying, won't be for everyone, and I get it. It's as crude and as crass as you can get, but there's also a charm to it, because today, movies are so safe and boring. If you're easily offended, this isn't the movie for you. All right, let's get into the main cast. I would say the biggest name in this film is Craig Robinson. He is absolutely hilarious in Miss March, and I won't give away his character name quite yet, but again, it's not for the easily offended. Miss March was written, directed, and stars Trevor Moore, 
and Zach Kreger, who were part of a sketch comedy group known as The Whitest Kids You Know. This also became a TV show on the IFC network, which ran from 2007 to 2011. So I've never seen this show, but I dig this movie, so I should probably check it out. Uh, even though Moore and Kreger wrote the script, the original draft was offered to them by Fox, and they eventually rewrote it to fit their own voice. And sadly, Trevor Moore died in August of 2021 at the age of 41. Okay, let's get into the film. So back in 2009, Playboy magazine was still very relevant. You even had a popular reality show called The Girls Next Door, which featured the top playmates of this time period. If anything, it was the beginning of the ridiculous influence era of today, which is on TikTok and YouTube. So the film begins with the main characters, Eugene and Tucker, as preteen best friends. They're playing at Eugene's house and sneak into Eugene's brother's room to look at his prized baseball cards. In the box, they find a Playboy magazine, which totally delights Tucker. As you will discover, Tucker is the mischievous one, while Eugene is kind and innocent but is always dragged along into Tucker's plans, which often gets them both into trouble. So the boys flip through the magazine, and this is the first time they've seen a nude woman before. It's a priceless reaction of delight and confusion. They look so weird. How do they pee? (laughs) Tucker, after seeing the magazine, no longer has interest in the kid stuff that both he and Eugene bonded over before. Now he's constantly seeing the girls in his class in an entirely different way. Ten years later, the two are now in high school and Tucker is the same sex-crazed guy while Eugene is still shy and reserved. All of the girls hate Tucker, while Eugene has a very pretty and sweet girlfriend named Cindy, played by Raquel Alessi. There's a funny scene when Tucker makes a crude comment to Candace, played by Molly Stanton, who puts a, a wicked hold on Tucker. He then decides to make things worse by saying he doesn't date handicapped chicks, to which she calls him an idiot because she has epilepsy. <laughs> and early on, you get a small taste of what this movie is going to be like. So while Tucker wants to get laid in the worst way, Eugene and Cindy have decided to be abstinent until they get married. They even give a presentation to middle school kids, which is cringeworthy and hilarious. They give uh, the scare tactic stories of Eugene's brother who decided to have sex with his high school girlfriend. He ended up contracting syphilis. The girlfriend got pregnant and became a crackhead. (laughs) The brother dropped out of high school and he had to work two jobs to support the child. But then the child set the house on fire because he was born crack addicted. (laughs) Now Eugene's brother sits alone in a padded cell eating his own feces, all because he had sex once in high school. (laughs) I can already see people unsubscribing to this podcast, but we go on. The couple then show graphic photos of venereal diseases as the kids scream like they're watching a horror film. Now, the ironic part of all of this is that Cindy really wants to have sex with Eugene. Eugene, of course, is freaked out because of his brother, because it really was a true story. Cindy is just getting frustrated and simply wants to get laid. She finally convinces Eugene that this isn't just casual sex. She wants her first to be with Eugene, and he agrees that they'll have sex on prom night. The next day, which happens to be prom night, Eugene gets a call from Tucker, and we also get to meet another friend who steals the show throughout the film. Hello? Dude, five hours till you're chode deep. Yes, I know that. Thank you. Are you psyched? Are you psyched? Yes, I'm very psyched. Did you shave your cock yet? What? You gotta shave your cock. It makes it look bigger. Really? What? Dude, I'm not shaving my cock. You have to. What, are you just gonna have shaved balls and a hairy cock? That's gonna look weird. 
shaving my balls either. Oh my God. Tucker, I've got this, okay? Eugene, no, you don't got this. Look, man, I've already slept with 12 women. That's punishable by stoning in some countries. That's great, Tucker. That is great, and I've only been having sex for two years. That's six women a year. You know what that means? That means in 10 years, I'll have banged like 600 chicks. Look, did you get the limo? I'm supposed to pick Cindy up in half an hour. Horsestick.mpeg's got it. He's picking you up. Who is Horsestick.mpeg? Oh, that's Phil, man. That's his MC name. Phil's MC name is Horstick? Dot MPEG. Dot MPEG. That is so ridiculous. Dude, you are so white. And what's with this attitude? This is gonna be the best night of your life! Look, I'm not even sure I'm ready to be doing this, okay? So do you have any helpful advice? Do you have any tips on how I can make this a wonderful, romantic night for Cindy and everything she wants it to be? Shave your cop. Yeah. Hold on, I think the limo's here. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Well, I ain't seen this motherfucker like 11 years or some shit. Yeah, I didn't know they let people that dropped out of high school go to prom. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid! It's stupid! Ah. No, Crystal's still in high school. I also didn't know they let freshmen go to prom. Well, they gonna let us in there when horse dick that impig rolls up. I'm about to sign me. A record deal? Horse Sticks got a song on the internet. The internet? Wow. You know how many motherfuckers use the internet? I know a lot, do. Half of them! I'm talking about thousands and thousands of motherfuckers, man, and now my shit is up there. Woo, he's celebrating! Um, hey, Horse Stick? Dot MPEG. Dot MPEG. Sorry. Um, would you mind turning the music down just a little bit? Because we're almost to my girlfriend. <laughs> Horsedick.mpeg. It's amazing. That's Craig Robinson. Uh, a song on the internet. <laughs> Who knew this would be the only way to get music nowadays? Eugene gets out of the car with Horsedick's song, I'm a Fuck a White Bitch, blasting away while car alarms go off and Cindy and her parents are standing in the doorway. <laughs> We get a very quick prom montage, and then it's off to the after party, which is the craziest house party with people destroying everything in sight. It's a great place for having romantic sex for the first time. Cindy doesn't seem to care. She gets the keys for the master bedroom, and she says she'll be ready in five minutes. Eugene, super nervous, and Tucker decides to calm him down but give him shots of everything. <laughs> but Eugene is a major lightweight. He's totally wasted, and then instead of going upstairs, he accidentally opens the door of the basement and falls headfirst down the stairs. So he lands at the bottom of the steps, and he's dazed but not totally hurt, but then a metal toolbox falls from the top shelf, and Eugene is out like a light. The entire wood cabinet then falls on him. The next scene is totally blacked out as we hear Tucker speaking. Okay, buddy. Now just hold still. I have an idea. And... Wake up! Ah! I knew it! I knew it would what work! What the fuck is wrong with you, man?! You're alive! What the fuck is going on?! You probably can't move yet, Eugene. You have atrophy. Why can't I move?! Why can't I move and hurt you?! Because you haven't used your body in like four years. You gotta take it easy. Tucker! What's happening? Why am I here? You fell down the stairs after prom and were in a coma for four years, and then I saved your life because I'm a genius. <laughs> you, I, 
told you no him, Mr. Winterbell. Juanita, no, him, Winterbell. I brought, I brought him back to life. I told you the bat trick would work. Policia! Policia! What, what the fuck is going on? Eugene, don't do that. You'll overexert yourself. <laughs> oh, you're pooping. <laughs> so Eugene has been in a coma for four years. Tucker then hits him in the head with a baseball bat to get him out of the coma. Then Eugene has explosive diarrhea all over the floor. It's quite a scene. Unfortunately, I don't have the clip, but Eugene's doctor, played by Cedric Yarborough, is very funny. And he's explaining Eugene's condition and compliments Tucker off the record that he likes his style of knocking Eugene out of a coma. Basically, Eugene is completely healed from the party injuries and will recover from his atrophy due to his coma. However, he has new injuries from the baseball bat hit to the skull, but that will heal just fine as well. Then Eugene gets the info about the last four years. His dad moved to Florida for his job and then left him there to rot away in the hospital. Of course, Eugene wonders about Cindy, but Tucker has no idea what happened to her as she moved after graduation. Eugene is incredulous that everyone left him, but then Tucker nonchalantly says, well, you were a vegetable. <laughs> Tucker now even has a girlfriend. It's Candace, the one with epilepsy. Tucker, of course, is still a huge Playboy fan and receives the latest issue in the mail. He flips straight to the centerfold and to his shock discovers that Cindy is, you guessed it, Miss March. Tucker then gets a bright idea to travel from South Carolina to Los Angeles to the Playboy Mansion for their anniversary bash, and then Eugene can reconnect with Cindy. That night, Tucker decides to break Eugene out of the hospital and head to Los Angeles for the Playboy Mansion. Ah! What was that? Oh, man, get your stuff. What are you talking about? What's going on? We gotta go now, now, now. We're, We're not, not leaving till Saturday. Plans change. I'm not ready. No, no. You can't be here. He's still in the missing. Tucker, what the fuck is going on? We have to get out of town. I'll explain in the car. Get out of town. Please, that son of a bitch. Detour, Eugene. Let me out. You're a dead man, Tucker Clay. A dead man. your balls i gotta get rid of this cell phone they can track it what are you talking about what's going on slow down and tell me what happened i had a problem with candace obviously what kind of problem well it was the 13 month anniversary of when candace and i first started boning okay so i wanted to do something really nice and special so we got tanked at this really nice restaurant and then ditched out on the check then we poured some makers into a big three liter of coke and did a buttload of donuts in the wendy's parking lot it was pretty sweet Everything was going great. Then I went to give her her present. Come into the living room. I got you something. Um, that's so sweet. What is it? What is it? Ta-da! A pole. A stripper pole. A stripper pole? Happy 13 months boning. Tucker. Come on, go do a dance. Do like a sexy strip dance or something. Miss January of this year said that 90% of the reason that relationships fall apart is because people don't spice up the bedroom. 
We're in the living room. I know. Huh? Come on, give it a spin. Come on. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, then she kind of started to get into it. You look so awesome right now. Then she started to like really get into it. Man, it was awesome. She was whipping her hair around, sticking her butt up in the air. Okay. Then she started to go downtown, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, that feels good. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. Man, it was great. Perfect form, lots of tongue. Hey, check it out. Strobe lights. I don't know, Candace must just hate strobe lights. Tucker, that was probably the epilepsy. Don't make jokes, man. I didn't know what to do, so I panicked and I grabbed the fork off the counter. And I stabbed her in the face. Oh my God! I know! I didn't know what to do, I panicked. So you stabbed her? I thought she was gonna bite my dick clear off. Oh my God! I know! No wonder she looks so pissed off. Okay, that's terrible, but why do we have to get out of town like this? Ah! Oh no! Her, her, her brother! You're gonna die tonight, Taco Clay. Ah! Her brother's a fireman! Have you ever met one of them? They're crazy!
<laughs> quite the escape. The firemen spray their hoses and smash their axes into Tucker's car, but they do get away. Tucker then turns on the radio, and to Eugene's amazement, he hears a radio-friendly version of Horsedick.mpeg's song, which is now called I'm a Love a White Girl. <laughs> He's now the biggest hip-hop star around. Eugene, realizing that Tucker doesn't have a great plan to get into the Playboy Mansion, realizes that Horsedick.mpeg would be able to get them in because he's a rap star. The guys stop at a gas station and Tucker has Eugene hilariously pump gas into the car while he goes into the mini-mart. The problem is Eugene's only clothes are a hospital gown with nothing else on, which gets even funnier when a gust of wind occurs as the other customers look on. right now because I'm out hunting down my piece of shit boyfriend. Leave a message. Uh, hi, hi Candace. That's a, that's a pretty funny message. Um, look, I, I just wanted to call and talk about what you did. Um, I want you to know that I'm not mad at you. And I realize that you seemed a little cross. And I may have overreacted a little bit to you biting me, but you know how I am. My brain just shuts down whenever I feel like I'm close to getting some. Anyway, I just, I hope this doesn't get in the way of us hooking up and hanging out and stuff. Cause I really like doing that. I mean, not like we're exclusive or anything. By the way, did your answer machine say my boyfriend? Because weird. I mean, we've talked about that. Um, anyway, I guess I'm just trying to say I forgive you. I just hope you're not going to be a dick about this. Okay, bye. Well, I think I patched things up with Candace. Why is your dress all wet? Give me my clothes. <laughs> Eugene's new clothes are now a t-shirt, which has a bikini top on it and pink shorts. <laughs> of course, with Tucker driving, things are bound to go badly, and after Eugene dozes off, he awakens to find Tucker asleep while driving. They stop at a motel to get a room, but after Tucker tries to show Eugene the etiquette he's learned from years of reading Playboy, like smoking a pipe, well, he ends up accidentally burning down the motel. This is especially bad, not because of the fire per se, but now the firefighters arrive who have been tipped off about Tucker, so now the guy's on the run again with three fire axes stuck to the car. The guys are now completely broke, but they meet up with horsedick.mpeg while he films a new music video in Chicago. You know what it is? Suck my dick. 
while I fuck that ass. Hey, suck my dick while I fuck that ass. Hey, suck up on my dick while I fuck that ass. Hey, suck my dick while I fuck that ass. Hey, suck my dick while I fuck that ass. Hey, suck up on my dick while I fuck that ass. Hey. don't even make any sense. What? Shut up, Eugene. This song is awesome. I wish Candace were here. She would love this song. Tucker, if Candace were here right now, she would try and kill you. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Respect. Horstick gives the guys a ride on his tour bus, but then he finds out that Eugene is still a virgin. Crystal, Janine, get your asses in here and have sex with this man. I'll have sex with those girls. Come hook my brother up. Mm, I gotta take a shit. You okay with just Crystal? Yeah, it's cool. Come on, baby. So Eugene is given an ultimatum by Horstick. Have sex with one of the ladies or smoke a joint with him. Eugene chooses the weed while Tucker goes with one of the women. I don't understand it. I mean, how much can a person change in four years? It's like I knew her. You know, like I really knew her. And then you wake up and it's a completely different person. This bitch one time tore my heart out. For reals, y'all. Oh, horse dick. Dot and Dot and You know, I think I'm starting to feel high. I don't even know where I am. What was we talking about? You like this? Uh-huh. You want this? Charlie, control this motherfucking bus. Crazy ass bus driver. <laughs> and after the bump in the road, the woman on the bed flew out the window. <laughs> that was with Tucker. <laughs> Ain't that right, Tuck? Huh? What? How was it back then, man? Good. Real, really good. I gotta go to bed. Ha! I am. That's what I'm talking about. When you give something to a bitch, they don't do nothing but take. That's why you don't give them nothing but the dick. Because they can't take that away. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Well, the fun quickly ends when Eugene finds out that Horstick has claimed to have slept with every playmate in the mansion, including Cindy. Eugene ends up shitting himself on the bus, and Horstick throws both him and Tucker out on the side of the road. Eugene is now completely shattered, thinking that his beloved Cindy has now been deflowered by Horstick. He doesn't even care that they're now stranded on the side of an empty highway. They walk down the highway trying to flag a ride, and eventually they get a break. People are assholes. Someone will stop. Don't worry, dude. Things work out. No, they don't. Things do not work out. 
I am living proof of that. Are you boys looking for a ride? Here's the deal. I am Katya. This is my girlfriend, Vanka. Your girlfriend? Yes. We're lesbians. Does that bother you? No. We're driving to Los Angeles, but we're just so madly in love that we can't keep our hands off each other. We have to make out and make love all the time. Uh oh. So we need you boys to drive the car to Los Angeles so we can get crazy in the back seat and make love and suck and fuck each other the whole way. Can you boys do that? Yeah, yeah, we 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 can do that. Problem. No, no. You almost made me bite Wonka's labia. Oh, sweet God. <sighs> in the meantime, Candace is still furious and looking for Tucker. So the guys and the lesbians in the car arrive at the mansion, but quickly discover there's no way they can get in alone. Their ticket inside are the lesbians, who can't keep their hands off each other. However, that didn't work at all, and on top of that, they're being hunted by firefighters. So Tucker gets the bright idea to steal two of the firefighter uniforms and then sneak into the mansion. So, will Eugene find Cindy and reconnect with her, and does Tucker get to meet his idol, Hugh Hefner? Well, of course, it's all answered in the final 30 minutes of the film. And also, there's a great end scene during the credits. In the meantime, here are a few funny clips from the party. Hey! All right! Milf! I'm 25. Really? Fuck off. Sarah Jean Underwood, Playmate of the Year 2007? That's me. <laughs> oh my god, it's such an honor to meet you. Oh, I thank you. I'm Tucker Clay. And who is this little guy? Oh, this is Puddles, and he's a rescue. I got him from the pound last week. Oh, no way. I call the pound all the time. You do? Yeah, last week even. Some loser lost his jerk Labrador or something because I caught him going through my trash looking for food. And you sent this jerk Labrador to the pound. Big time. That's horrible. No, I know. I mean, what? Why? Because they put dogs to sleep at the pound. They were going to put Puddles here down because he was sick and nobody would adopt him. So I took him home with me and I've slowly been nursing him back to health. Whoa. That's so weird. It is. Well, I mean, I just, I didn't realize that human beings could nurse dogs. I'm not literally nursing him. Oh, I thought you meant with your... I'm sorry, I was, I was thinking about your boobs. I mean, because that sort of stuff 
does happen nowadays, especially with modern times, and I've seen that on the internet a bunch. You've seen a lot of that on the internet, huh? Yeah, I mean, some girls will even have make love to dogs on the internet. Not that that's good at all, because that's bad. Unless you do that, and then whatever, I'm not judging. I'm anyone. sorry, Tucker, who is it that you're here with again? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I have such a problem with rambling, especially when I'm meeting people like you. Look, I'm always blowing first impressions. Can we just start over? Give me another chance. Can I get you a drink or anything? That's sweet, Tucker, but I actually have to take Puddles out to the lawn. He has to go to the bathroom pretty badly. I'll take him to the bathroom. No, that's really not necessary. I insist. It's the least I can do. Please? Okay, okay, Tucker, you win. You all regret this playmate of the year 2007. Bring him right back. All right, look. This movie is the epitome of lowbrow and vulgar, but for me, it's still very funny. It's sort of a throwback to the early 80s sex comedies. It won't be for everyone, but if you're into Porky's, you're into Losing It, American Pie, those types of films, this will likely be up your alley. And I'll leave you with this great featurette with HorseDick.mpeg. Women want him. Men want to be him. He is an American icon known simply as Horsedick.mpeg. Horsedick.mpeg. He has topped the American charts numerous times with songs like Let Me Butt Fuck You on the Lawn and Let's Go Blow Dogs Together. Yeah, yeah. I said I was gonna blow up and I blew up. Critics everywhere agree that Suck My Dick While I Fuck That Ass has transited Horsedick from a simple rap star to an international music superstar. Suck my dick while I fuck that ass. Hey, suck it's a song, it's about love, and it's about, you know, it's a journey through a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's about two people, and then three people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One sucking that dick while I'm fucking that ass. You know what I'm saying? I thought suck that it was dick while I fuck that ass. And it's, a, you know, based on a true story. <laughs> Is horsedick.mpeg truly top dog? I believe I am a vessel to the children. I'm living proof that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. You got to get up off your lazy motherfucking kid ass and stop begging for shit and do that shit your way. Respect. This is what is. This is what's happening right now. And my life is about partying. My life is about having a good time. My life is about fine bitches. My life is about living life. You know what I'm saying? That's the moral of the story. Tell me that right there. Tell me that right there. Forsyth.mpeg. You know what I'm saying? Download that shit. However, Phil, as we learned his true name is, may have more hidden behind his thuggish facade than he would be willing to acknowledge. Yeah, I know Horsedick.mpeg. He's one of those guys who never really got out of high school. He's gone to senior prom seven years in a row, and I think he's in his mid-30s. Like I said, that was the last question. What the fuck is you talking about? What'd that say, huh? You think that's safe? By the keys, there. Find out on the next Down and Dirty. Get this fucking camera out. All right, I don't have any fun facts. I have no making of the film. Some people probably wish this film had never been made, but I can give you the rated versus the unrated version. So the DVD version has about four minutes of extra footage, which basically entails extra nudity and extended scenes. And then the theatrical version, with already being so over the top, none of the extras will really shock you. All right, I will be back next week with a better movie for most of you (laughs) from my DVD collection. Come hang out and chill with Brian A. Davis and the Bad Beat.
Wednesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here on ThatMetalStation.com.